All right, men, this is our situation. We are hunkered down. The enemy is upon us. The Tyranids are coming. There's only one thing that we can do. Hold our ground, steady our aim, and listen to the podcast Chaos Divided with Blushing Noise Marine and Nurgle Snurgle. And if that is not motivating enough, the end of my bolter will be. Now, take aim and fire! Welcome to Chaos Divided, your weekly dose of Wholesome Hammer. If you're a fan of what we do, we hope you'll subscribe and follow us along. And if you'd like to support us directly, you can find us on patreon.com forward slash chaos divided 40k. This week, we're asking the question, how is list building working for 10th? And the quote of the week is, we determine the guilty. We decide the punishment. And it's from the Codex. Oh, you just told me and I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, okay, let me try it. Let me see if I can get it. Arbides. There you go. Oh, yes. <laughs> the Commandments of the Justice. And uh, what is the Codex Arbides? So the Arbides are the like police of the Imperium, basically. Oh, they so, have like, police? What? Yeah. <laughs> This is, the, this is the first time I've ever seen this word before. Yeah, so the um, actually they have a kill team now. You remember the um, the one with the dog? Oh, that the came SWAT out looking guys. Yeah, those are the Arbides. Oh. So they okay. are like one part FBI, one part Judge Dread, one part like brutal police force. And who are they policing? Everyone. Everyone except important people. So, like, the vast majority of humanity. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, even from the the quote there, we determine the guilty, we decide the punishment. Like, they are, you know, judge, jury, executioner, all in one. Like, they are are literally, they're modeled after Judge Dredd. Like, they, Mm. you know, if if, uh, an arbiter finds you in any type of compromising position that you're probably just dead. Do they do the same to space marines? No, space marines have their kind of they're above the law. Oh, oh, they're their okay. cuz they're the emperor's angels, right? So they don't have mm. the same like they're not beholden to imperial law in the same way. Has there ever been a brave arbitus arbides that try to go against I don't brain? know off the top of my head. I again to like take on a space marine, they just end up pulped. <laughs> <laughs> like when so. they talk about like like I think 40k is maybe changing it a little bit that people perceive space marines as not being like as tough as they are, but like your average space right. marine can kill like dozens of humans without even breaking a sweat. Right, because I keep hearing if if the game was really at scale, you'd only need five space marines on the table. Yeah, like the the whole like the movie Marines is is what that list used to be called, and like yeah, it's it's five regular Space Marines would kill mm-hmm. like two thousand points of Tyranids. Because mm. like that's the like equivalent. Like when they show even on um, the Leviathan, like all those cinematics, like you know, it takes a giant Corn. like Tyranid to kill like a Space Marine. Mm-hmm. Like a gaunt isn't running up and then like, you know, 
pew pewing their way or like gun. scribbling at the like power armor. Yeah. Okay. Like how how you wouldn't really be able to make stats for that, would you? For like just five space marine in your army? Well, just picture them more as like knights, like with that type of a stat block. Mm-hmm. Just not the same footprint. <laughs> Yeah, it's just like tiny little space marines. Like, even think of like a bolter is almost the size of a fully grown adult. Mm-hmm. So the slows mm-hmm. it shoots. Like, like we what? think of them as like this AP zero uh, straight Sorry, four. okay. So we're gonna go a little bit back. <laughs> a bolter is the size of a human. Yeah, like the whole gun is huge. My scale is so off in my head when it comes to. Space. Like four, like four feet long like it, it's they're rocket propelled grenades basically is what it fires so like if you get shot with a bolter there's not really anything left of you why are they so weak in the game because in order to balance the game they have yeah, to be but that's why like like when you think of like when they show like a space room with like a bolt pistol like and they shoot a human at close range like there isn't there's just kind of like a bunch of meat paste left <laughs> okay <laughs> actually one of um actually a good game that kind of shows it's still a little off um but rogue trader which is a recent 40k mm. like uh pc game actually i think it's on console too but it's an rpg and pretty early on you fight a chaos space marine with a heavy bolter mm-hmm. and just like the Chaos Space Marine is distracted, so you aren't even, like, its main focus. Mm-hmm. And it takes, like, six, like, quite decked out, like, humans to, like, a significant amount of time to kill this guy while he's trying to do other things. Mm-hmm. And he isn't really paying attention to you. And that's just, like, one legionary. Like, just, like, a generic legionary. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, your average, like, guardsman doesn't stand a chance with a las gun. Mm-hmm. No, they don't stand a chance against a a bolt gun. No. Now what's a? He- I don't want to get too deep in this, but like, what's a he- okay? What's a heavy bolt gun? Like a heavy bolter, or a heavy bolter? Yeah. So you know, like, um, like Havocs will carry them. Ugh. Space Marines all have like new stuff now, but Chaos Space Marines and Space Marines used to basically just be like mirror lineups, but there was more space mm. ring stuff mm-hmm. um but a heavy bolter is basically like the machine gun version oh, okay of a bolter the, so like the a, a bolter's like yeah so it's the like underslung like yes, big okay. rounds um so that's why like it's a little bit more punishing that's a little bit closer to like what you know i think because right now they're strength five ap1 mm-hmm. so that's like a little bit closer to like doing what a bolter would be like in real life you know Mm -hmm. but yeah to put it into perspective it would probably be more like a strength six minus three like that's what a bolter is and but Mm -hmm. if you had space marines just running around with that you'd be like oh look a fire warrior dead oh look eldar dead (laughs) oh look orcs dead that'd be awesome for space marine players (laughs) (laughs) and you'd have i don't know 15 space marines in an army and games workshop wouldn't sell any models so mm-hmm. yeah that's that's the real honest truth there <laughs> it uh it kind of seems like we went on a tangent but that kind of does tie in with 
uh, list building because of like war gear and stuff. But we'll get into that later. But um, yeah, just kind of knowing what different weapons do have done. Um, it's a. Uh... Oh, what is the word? <laughs> Well, if, if you're new to Kalistavada, you might not know this, um, but Kaylee doesn't play armies with guns. No! So. <laughs> I just, it literally says teeth and claws on my, my, on my list. <laughs> right. Uh, do I choose between an instrument or a banner? Well, not so much anymore, but I have to go either axe or whip or... Yeah, some, like, yeah there's some options on like the bigger demons. Yeah. Um, which used to cost points and things. So, but I guess it begs the question: Do you like list building in tenth? Do you think it's good? It's definitely easier. It's definitely yes. time saving. Hmm. I appreciate that. Um, do I like it? I feel a little bit more detached from my army. If that makes sense, mm. and the and the point of like, I, I remembering eighth and and ninth and really <laughs> figuring out who I'm gonna take. Okay, I can take up to thirty plague bearers. Oh, three of you aren't gonna make the cut because I need to save some points for something else. And then, yeah. uh, <laughs> um, I didn't have too much customization uh, because of like I don't have the war gear. But um, now I just go like, oh. Uh, Three squads as plague bears, a squad of this, a squad of that, and a greater demon. Not really thinking too much of my army as a whole. That's fair. I do think, and we'll talk a bit about this before, later, but like the force organization chart, I think, made you think of your army as like different components. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and now mm -hmm. it's just kind of like blob. Ex yeah. Yeah, you just have a blob of points and you yeah. subdivide it however you want, which I, I do I do agree. It's faster. It is easier. Um, and I do think there's a lot of good elements to it. Uh, but I also think it forces you, like if you are playing like a Space Marines or Chaos Space Marines, like even Guard, like any army that has a lot of customization options, mm -hmm. I think you run the risk of like, you have to like min max your squads and like know yeah. how to do that because the assumption is you're taking everything all the time. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I love that. Mm -hmm. Actually, one thing I really like Tau, especially Tau used to be like the warrior army. Like they had so many, I was actually, um, I found my old Tau Codex and I was mm -hmm. looking through it, just all the fun little things you used to be able to put on stuff that just from like ninth? made No, from fourth. From fourth, okay. Yeah. Oh, you went some, way back machine. <laughs> I 100%, I've, I'm thinking about making a video of going through it actually. You know, you're not wrong. Cause like, I, I'm even interested to go back to eighth and just kind of like, play a little game just just for fun like just a little just a little game yeah i never played eighth actually i'd be curious oh we should play eighth <laughs> there we go that could be fun actually yeah. um i did say at some point we should try and play a fifth too fifth is a fun it's a weird edition um mm. it's like before old warhammer got like really broken um 
but yeah, like there used to just be so much little stuff, and now it's like I think Tao they have like there's like a battle suit war gear, and then like a weapon war gear, and like that those mm-hmm. are your options. Whereas like that represents like seven different things in like older Warhammer that mm-hmm. all meant something very different. Yeah. And and when you're choosing it, you're thinking of your army. You're you're creating that story, that narrative, and that vision of what this army is going to look like. Like now, you don't even have to look at your army. You just go blah 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 blah. And I feel yeah, there's a lot of like because of the nature of things. Like there's a lot of things that just kind of flow together. I don't. I also don't love like because everything is just a big blob of points. You don't get that like to the two thousand points as often. <laughs> yeah, and I, yeah. It just there's something sweet about a two thousand point arm, and like I do have a few lists that are two thousand points, but it's like it's trickier to get there. It felt like a, and- a jackpot. Like talk about like <laughs> like talk about like a satisfaction video of like perfect. Mm cut slices you you have that dopamine like yeah perfect same thing with like when you hit the 2000 points you're like yeah i did it <laughs> you know when you're like cutting up like like a to be ham for like a sandwich or something and you get those perfect like you would normally need like a deli slicer for like slices that thin mm. you're just like somehow on point and it's so satisfying because you're like damn i like you know i'm not a trained <laughs> chef that's a little hard for me to do um I would say it's when it comes to chefs, like one of the most satisfactory or satisfactory feeling is it's actually um, when I was at a restaurant, um, one of the cooks said it out loud. And it's when you're portioning something and you put it on the scale and it's like to the mark, that feels Aww. fantastic. Like when you're cutting up tenderloin, you're like, yeah, five ounce, five ounce, five ounce. <laughs> Bam. Yeah. No, yeah. See, and that's like, you know having that like 2000 point list just locked in mm-hmm. it's satisfying and i feel like we've kind of lost that um mm. now so. we talked about it being easier mm. like list building you think that was designed to have more people get into warhammer i think so i think ninth got so popular and like the force organization chart had been around since the mm. beginning mm-hmm. like to dump that is like a and honestly, by ninth, it was way more flexible than it used to be. Like, it literally used yeah. to just be like, here are your options. You want more? <laughs> double, yeah, double <laughs> middle fingers. <laughs> right? Just like James Workshop, just like literally giving you a raspberry <laughs> was like the back of the codex. Um, yeah, I remember the um, the eighth edition. We, we had the force and it was like, you can only have... Your army had to look a certain way to be a fast attack. It had to be a certain mm. formula for just like a, a full-on force. And I think, yeah, I, I think there was like, there is some value to that because now you have like, there's some lists now that are just kind of jank mm. because there's no limits on anything. Yeah. Like I know there's the three per, um, like, unit, like specific like unit. Right, but but six battle line. <clears throat> yeah, Just like fine. you can bring some like weird stuff now that like a force organization chart would like kind of avoid. Mm-hmm. Well, it was like that list that uh, JT was talking about, the Phoenix Lord. How his yeah. his buddy is making that list. <laughs> like that's kind of ridiculous, and like 
it doesn't make a ton of sense and it doesn't super work. And even just like how many characters some people put on the field now. Like when you're running up against a list and there's like nine characters on the field and you're just like, what? Like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Like why? Like some of the Eldar lists, especially there's like 17 Farseers of, I know they're not all Farseers, but they're varying degrees of just like a single elf running around. Yeah. Um, and they're just like bombing around doing nothing. And I'm just like, what? Well, not doing nothing. They're all annoying, but they're just like in the list doing random things. And you're like, what? Like, what are you doing? This is Buffs, faith dice, CP. Yeah. I'm guessing. But it's just like it's like doing all of the most annoying elder things, and it's like if there was a limit on that, of like, hey, you can't take twelve characters. There'd be less of it. Mm. And I almost think some of the codec or indexes were written thinking the force organization chart still existed because like again like eldar have like characters that are just like bananas good yeah like the one that's just like oh you use a strand of fate you like turn it into a six because you're nearby this like one character like why wouldn't you have that and they they kind of had to like give all the characters something yeah <laughs> but then it's like you got like like i don't know like chaos race rings have some like there's some decent characters but they're mm-hmm. like tau have pretty awful characters so like I mean mm-hmm. you can now take a whole bunch of the like battle suits I guess but yeah I don't know well it's, it it's, sounds like you're only allowed to play like a certain type of list when it comes to a certain army yeah. whereas Elder has like probably like a full grocery store <laughs> worth of selection and there's just some people who have to shop at the dollar store <laughs> Right? I, I Honestly, you know what? Talking about Eldar, I think that's the struggle with Eldar is like, even a bad Eldar list is not bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas like so many factions, it's like, yeah, sure. There's a good list out there that can like function in like a competitive setting. Mm-hmm. But like if you don't bring that, it's like rough. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I think part of it is like, because it's just this like blob of points you can push a list so far into that kind of meta land where it's like, oh, if I have this like ridiculous combo combo go off, then like, because I can have these like so many of these things to trigger something. I don't know. Did an Eldar hurt you? Yes. (laughs) Every time. Every time I play Eldar, I die on the inside. I've only played Um, them once this edition and that was my first game. What? Yeah, it was the first game at the GT. It was my only Elder. I feel like every time I go to a tournament, I play Elder, no matter what. <laughs> well, that's what you get for being at the top table. <laughs> yeah, but I just go and lose against them. <laughs> I'm not talking about that tournament. It's like every tournament. Like, second round, Eldar. Deal with it. <laughs> <sighs> and I don't bring the anti-Eldar list for CSM. And yeah, anyways. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Maybe we'll get into that in the bonus episode this month. Um, But no, I think we can safely say force organization chart, like getting rid of it was probably positive, but it just like has repercussions that I don't think were thought through. Mm. Yeah. Do you think if they went into 11th, they would bring it back? Like, is it uh, demanded back? No, I don't... 
maybe a little more structure. Like, there's no structure right now. Yes, yeah. Maybe, actually, honestly, I've, I've been going deep into the old world. There's some stuff in there that I kind of like about that maybe, like, mm -hmm. on 11th. Like, there's, you know, you can only have so many of these for so many points. You can only have, like, so much of your army be characters. You can have, like... And it's still quite free. It isn't, it's definitely not to the extent of like a force organization chart. Um, but it does put like some limitations on things. And I think there's maybe room. There's a happy medium in there of like, mm. okay, you can't just do like oops all demon princes. There's no oops in that. <laughs> right. Like, okay. Um, you know, you kind of have to bring something that at least vaguely looks like it might have been an army at one point. Mm. Um, which I think, yeah, like, like even though, like, um, you know, when, when Gardner is just like, oh, wow, here's 12 tanks, deal with that. You're like, that doesn't, like, that doesn't actually make any sense, like, lore-wise, like, fluff-wise. It doesn't actually, like, work. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, where's your so, guardsmen? <laughs> right? It's like, oh, I guess this Lehman Russ will just single-handedly hold this objective and, like, hopefully no one sneaks up on them. Like, yeah. Do you think vehicles should hold objectives? Um, I think they should be like low OC. Oh yes. Because you think think about like um, at least like a one because like there's probably just one driver. <laughs> well, it's even just like okay, so even if you're like think about it as like okay, we're holding this key position, mm -hmm. and like all it takes is like literally one guy to like hop on top of the tank and throw a grenade inside and kill everyone inside. Yeah. Like, that's not really, like, a well-held position. Because, mm -hmm. like, tanks also just, like, sit in the open. They're or, super like, vulnerable. all over the objectives be like, Haha, you can only fit one of your models, but I got this tank on here. Yeah. Well, and that's where you get into, like, the movement contest. shenanigans. Yeah. Oh, I did that to somebody recently in a game with a Ryan. I charged um, some Sisters of Silence that a mm -hmm. custodies player had with a rhino got a wicked huge charge and then was able to position the rhino ever so slightly on the objective mm -hmm. but like so that you'd have to walk completely around the rhino in order mm -hmm. to get onto the objective and it's just like that's one of those like quirks of warhammer that's just kind of silly yeah and and again that's where like you know i don't know if you have two lehman russes you can actually just like move block an entire army from getting onto an objective mm-hmm so if then somebody has 12 of them, it's like, it's the same problem with knights. Like a big knight can make it like impossible for you actually to move around and get onto an I objective see. unless you also move like 14 inches. Great and Clemens do the same thing, but you can't have a bunk, a bucket of them. I I think the Great and Clemens are a little bit harder because they have the perfectly round base, whereas like the knights are a little bit more oval. Mm. No, but even, like, you can only at most have four if you were to take Rodicus right. and three great and clean ones. Yeah. If you've got, like, 12 war dogs or armatures running around, like, you can do so much move shenanigans with that. Could I not take eight great and clean ones? Well, there's only one data sheet, isn't there? There's Rodigus, who's an epic right. hero. No, I can take five. Is there another one? There's a Forge World one. Can you? Did they read? I thought they got yeah. rid of the Forge World demons. Uh, was that? Uh, I thought that got redacted. Maybe not. I don't know. I don't. I didn't pay enough attention to demons. They don't 
have a oh yeah they don't have a an armor imperial armor index mm. i'm pretty sure that yeah that's probably gone yeah. then i can yeah, I, I can, I can so. trust gw to take that away from me so yeah i'm not I, gonna well, argue this <laughs> i remember when they were like, right, yes oh. four great unclean ones damn it <laughs> So they were like, oh, here's the uh, Imperial Armor Index. It's like early on in 10th. And there just wasn't a chaos section. <laughs> like every faction except chaos just like got at least some data sheets. And they're like, no, you don't need those. Uh, we sell models too, guys. <laughs> so like, no, those are Age of Sigma right now. And you're like, oh, oh, great. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Okay. Right. Which, uh, do you think people are going to just forget about Age of Sigma when, with, when Old World comes? Okay, so Tanya, just to be clear, because uh, I got uh, a, uh, a message from Tanya last time we talked about Age of Sigmar versus uh, Old World. I don't Ooh. think I don't <laughs> think Age of Sigmar is going to die. I do think Old World is maybe proving more popular than Games Workshop thought, mm. and I think. Um, you know, going, if you had asked me a few months ago, I'd be like, oh yeah, Old World will be this kind of like niche, like the Horus Heresy. And like, I don't, in especially some region, like around here, like there is no Age of Sigmar scene. Like there's a very small one. There is a pretty right. big bubbling, like Old World scene, like forming very fast. And I yeah. think like, you're going to, I think that's going to repeat. And seeing some of the, like the content creators jump into Old World and like, mm -hmm. with like energy, like, yeah. they are stoked. And, like, if that's a sign of, like, how much, like, excitement there is for Old World. And I think, like, um, that big Old World launch they did at Warhammer World was, like, the biggest event GW has ever done. Oh. Yeah, it's, like, the best attended event. Like, it's, there's a lot of excitement for it. So I don't think Sigmar is going to go away. Do I see Old World being maybe equivalent or, like, kind of fight for supremacy? Yes. Mm -hmm. And I didn't think that was going to happen. Oh, Interesting. Okay. Yeah, like I, I bought some models for Old World, and that's my next project. I so. had a feeling Old World was gonna will kind of take over. Not, not kill Age of Sigmar. I don't think. Like, I think you're absolutely right. I think it's gonna go 40k, then Old World, then Age, yeah, and then kill Team and all the rest of them. Yeah, whereas I thought it would kind of settle in near where like Horus Heresy is, but I don't. I don't think so anymore. Like I, think, I, I think you're. I think it's gonna be 40k old world then Sigmar as far as like overall popularity. Like talking two or three years from now, I think that's how it'll shake out. I think it is the exact fantasy models that people want. Mm. Like people want their um their mummies <laughs> kind of thing and their their Skaven. And, well, uh, and even just talking about the popularity of D&D, like the Warhammer fantasy yes. battle models are so much easy, easier to transfer into a D&D miniature. So even if you're just like a D&D player who wants right, like are... a bunch of skeletons, go grab a Tomb yeah. King box. Yes. Um, or you want, you know, you're doing uh, a, a campaign through the mountains. You want to have some dwarves like, yeah, you can buy, you can spend probably the same amount or more for a bunch of like kind of crappy D and D dwarves mm -hmm, or mm -hmm. when dwarves come out, get some of the, you know, the, the redone sculpts. Like, yeah, you want a knight? Give me a Bretonian over anything wizards of the coast has put out. 
Like mm-hmm. the Bretonians are gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. hands down. Like if you're just a hobbyist and you're like not on the like uh, war gaming side of it, you're just purely like I want some and fantasy miniatures. Sigmar yes. does not have that same broad appeal. Hmm. Hmm. They're quite specific to the army, the yeah. faction. Whereas, yeah, this you can get an army that can be standalone. Yeah. And then reused for other things, yeah. We're not sponsored by Old World at all. <laughs> so, uh, this is just No, but I think you know, I think to bring it back to like list building, I do think there's some good things happening with Old mm. World and I mm-hmm. think um, I actually, I think some of the things they did with 10th also are what they're doing with Old World. So there is like a similar detachment type system. Okay. Rather than just like straight factions and sub-factions, which is like what there used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely think Games Workshop is like experimenting across games and bringing things across more than people think they are. Mm-hmm. Um... Which actually talking about detachments versus sub factions, how do you feel about that? Because I've you know you you used to have a Nurgle faction mm-hmm. sub faction and now yeah. don't. Yeah. How do you feel about the detachment system? I like yeah I don't have it for Nurgle, but do I really feel? I don't know. Like it's so far removed from eight. Because like when I went into ninth, it just was very heartbreaking for what they did as a faction. So, um, so I don't have a lot of feelings towards that. What about yourself? I, having looked at some of the new codexes as they've come out, um, I think it hurts I, you more because of being Chaos Space Marines and then losing your uh, Emperor's children altogether. Well, yeah, well, yeah. I, that, like, I didn't lose Nurgle true. demons. <laughs> true. Yeah, I, I literally lost an entire playstyle. Exactly. Um, yeah. And I don't think detachments can bring them back in the same way. Like, truly. Mm-hmm. I don't think they can replace, like... Because there was ways of, like, the complements between some faction rules and some, like, sub-factions also gave, like, you were able to have some flavor without it being consuming. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like the detachment thing is going to end up leading to more codexes and codex supplements and further broken down factions, if that's mm-hmm. the way they go. Whereas, like, you know, like the, the Tau Codex from 9th had, like, sub, like, um, not even, like, defined sub-faction. You could, like, build your own faction rules. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you could, like, if you wanted something, like, really specific and interesting and different, you could do that. And, oh, like, custom. other... Codexes had similar ideas. Yeah. And like yeah. the detachment doesn't allow for that at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they, so. they took all the options and then condensed it like as much as they could. Yeah. And I don't know if it quite it's, fits. Yeah, it is too contrasting from what it used to be. Like I like that it's not as named, so like looking at Space Brains, like if you're an Iron Hands player and you want to do go fast for a game, you can without having to be like, oh yeah, no, I'm playing them as white scars. Like I, I like mm. that element. Yeah. I like that they've like unburdened you from a hobbying perspective. Um, mm. But I don't think there's enough room for flavor. Mm-hmm. And uh, we kind of touched on it before starting, but um, kind of 
we kind of lost like the narrative of the armies mm. from condensing it so much. Yeah, like even um, like things like uh, like in ninth, like if you brought Abaddon, you mm -hmm. could bring him with anything, like any yeah. chaos force. But he like didn't fight quite fit. You didn't get the faction rules. Like there was like negatives as well as positives. But also he's the war master. It makes sense that he can go with chaos. Like if Abaddon wants to show up with a bunch of like great unclean ones and Shalaxi and like completely <laughs> mess up can. some like gray knights. <laughs> That totally, what is it? What was it called? Uh, Abaddon's like dog walking. Like when you take Abaddon, which is right. the war dogs. Right. Yeah. It's like, it's silly, but also like Abaddon does silly things for like inexplicable purposes sometimes. And like, sometimes it just kind of works and like, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and now like, you can't do that because everything's so locked down because you don't have that like faction freedom. Mm-hmm. Like, I find it weird that, like, so CSM can bring, so you can weirdly have a thousand points of CSM, 500 points of, um, demons. Right. And honestly, if you take enough knights, you can actually get over 500 points of knights. Mm hmm But, like, if you're knights, you can't bring, like, a few legionaries oh. to hold an objective. If you're demons, you can't, like, be like, oh, let's bring some cultists, because yeah. that wouldn't How make sense. How do we bring Abaddon with us? Right? <laughs> You're like, that would only make a little bit of sense here. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think because it's like everything's so locked down, it's like the ally system kind of got a little bit like sometimes it works really well and sometimes it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, you would know. And I don't know if it's been disclosed, but how is Crute going to work with Tau? So Crute have always been treated as like part of Tau. Yes. Um, I mean, in older editions, they couldn't use things like marker lights and that. They were, like, quite restricted. Mm -hmm. um, I Have you looked at the new models? Yes, of course. What do you think? What do you think? Uh, they're a little Ninja Turtle-y. That's I fair. <laughs> I, I feel but like they kind of like lost the harshness. Way. Right, yes. And, like, I feel, I don't know, I'm getting kind of, like old dinosaurs tv show like the yeah so it's it, again maybe too round maybe more sharp beak yeah that's fair like um crude are a species who have to eat sentient species to stay sentient mm. so like that's like a really dark grim yeah they got kind of messed up thing that they do so they got kind of soft yeah um I really like the crew talks riders. I think right, they, yes. those got a nice glow up. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, they definitely, they're more gorilla looking now than mm. like big lizard, which I find mm. a little weird. Um, I, I love crew. I love the idea of them. I actually said to Jared that I would love to, the crew to be their own standalone army and that you could put like 500 points of crew into any army. There used to be some armies that could do that. Yes. So to be yeah. like the true mercenaries that they are. Yeah. I th they're at least getting their own detachment. So there's going to be mm -hmm. at least some options for playing like a crude army. And it sounds like they're actually getting maybe pushed in that direction of being more of their own faction, which should Hopefully. be nice. Yeah. Um, Cause this is apparently only half the releases for crude. There's another mm. half still to be shown. It's so much to just like, and then just to be in like a Tau codex just seems kind of strange to me at least. 
Yeah, I mean, they are part of the Empire, so they're kind of like... Right, but they're also a, a lot of crew... Like, not every crew is a Tau Empire no. person, so... Yeah, I think it should always be that, like, Tau can bring Crude, but yeah, it'd be mm. nice to see that Crude don't have to bring Tau. Imagine Chaos Space Marines nice. with Crude. Oh, that'd be so much fun. <laughs> wicked. I can see that working, too. I can see, like, I feel like Zinch and Crude are kind of, like, they got similar vibes going on. They would get along. Yeah. They're like, wow, you're kind of weird. Do weird stuff. And they're like, you too. <laughs> Let's be weird together. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Let's share our weirds. You got a beak? I got a beak. <laughs> <laughs> like hey Zinch, can you give me feathers i want to fly he's <laughs> like i got you bro yeah <laughs> some like flying crew they're like screw you vespids i yeah. can fly now magic now i'm actually a chicken hilarious that'd be you know kind of like if you were a zinch you kind of like maybe there's like a special rule if you add crew you get like because they've probably been eaten like your type of or like your mm. whatever your army like they'll eat up the dead pieces so they start to be they become part of your army and then they become more mm. or uh, actually you or... know what is going to be terrifying though um one of the crew talks riders there's like the the melee one mm. tower gonna have a melee like fast mm. melee unit that's gonna shake up some like play styles you guys aren't gonna be used to it. Be like, so combat. Do I? What's piling? <laughs> I literally like as soon as I found out in ninth that you could make like a melee tau commander. I was like, this is how I play this game now. I just <laughs> yeah. go around punching things with an honor gauntlet. I do not care about any other details beyond that. Yeah, so much more fun to be in combat. Right. And then I was like, wow, I like this so much. I'm gonna just build an entirely combat focused army. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Um, but I, I would like to see uh, the return of some more flavor. Mm -hmm. um, we've kind of been dancing around this. I do want to specifically ask, though, um, how do you feel about having the like the enhancements for points versus relics for CP? Mm. Mm. Which do you like more? Mm. That's a really good question. Let me think of how about you share your thoughts? Let me think okay. about it. I actually like the points for enhancements. Okay. I think war gear in any way, shape, or form, which is what enhancements are, they are mm. a form of war gear, should always be balanced on points. Okay. You know what? Um, I'm going to copy your answer. <laughs> uh, well, no, you're you're also, right. Like a CP, like one CP, the value of one CP is a mm. lot. Well, well this is what, like, in ninth, I used to take very few relics, no extra detachments and things because I had good stratagems. So I would just like, I'd walk into turn one with four or five CP mm -hmm. um, because I just wanted to like, mm -hmm. you know, and that was with Arcs of Omen. Um, you know, so I'd be like, I would maybe use one or two CP for a relic, whereas then yeah. you'd have armies that like were blowing all five or six going in. So then like they're starting off very powerful turn one because they've got a bunch of just like, stuff stacked onto their like characters and things um and yeah whereas like the enhance i also the enhancements tend to be not as strong as relics yeah like uh the black rune of damnation which made any an entire unit minus one to wound was mm -hmm. bananas the entire army yeah 
Like, you could put them on, like, a 10 block of Terminators. <laughs> Actually, I, I did it a few times. I put them on uh, nine Chaos Bikers with a uh, Dark Rune of... Black Rune of Damnation. So you have a bunch of tough five bikers with minus one to wound when, like, strength eight was basically the strongest anyone had. <laughs> yeah. So you're like, oh, your plasma guns wound me on... Uh, what would that be? On fours? And then you just stretch yourself so that if you need to go anywhere, you're like, I'm a snake. <laughs> Literally. I, um, <laughs> actually, my theory with that squad had been uh, it would just hunt down transports. Yeah. And blow them up and be so big that you couldn't actually place the, like, units inside, oh, outside. Yeah. So it would just go around, like, hunting or, like, um, what else would it do? You could just, because it was only like 300 points, you could also get it to just like clogs so like up. So, like a knight. It would take forever for a knight, especially with the minus one to wound, to actually kill them all. Mm -hmm. And then you would just spend like three turns just being like, lol, I hit you with chain swords. Oh, I don't wound you? Don't care. Like, <laughs> we're stuck in here together. It was, it was the plague bearer approach to bicycles, basically. Yeah, like a hand just like choking out whatever it right. needs to. Um, but yeah, so no, I do think points are better. So we've been talking a little bit about maybe the ups, the downs of list building. Mm -hmm. What would you do to make it better? Mm. What would I do to make it better? You're, you're sitting on James Workshop's lap beside the <laughs> fireplace. Ooh. He's, he's, it, it, well, no, he's asking for your Warhammer wish. <laughs> Trying to set it. Can I get off his lap? Why would you get it? Why you gotta take it that direction? It was, it was supposed to be like a nice thing. It was supposed to be like a like, oh, James is giving me my Warhammer. Wish. I have my own chair. <laughs> sure. Awesome. Okay, I'm in. I'm in the chair. I'm looking at James. Hey, James, how's it going? Oh, I can have whatever I want. I have one wish. I want. <sighs> I want more. The moment I say something, or say you something, know it will never happen. It'll, it'll never happen. One <laughs> or two. Um, it's just like that slippery slope where then we start getting into nine. But I, I miss like the the flavor and the fluff of armies mm. and uh, having them <sighs> just just be cool. Are they cool right now? Like, are things cool right now? I'm not really. Like, no. Nurgle demons used to be silly, and you'd read the rule, and be like, "Yep, that's the rule," and it's it's so silly, and I I miss silly. Actually, you know what? I, I I'm gonna have to restrain myself from bringing up the old world too much, but I found out uh, Warriors to Chaos, uh, the mark of Nurgle makes it so that if your opponent uh, shoots them. Then roll sixes to hit. They have to then re-roll them. Yes. What was this for? Again? What did you just say? For Warriors of Chaos from Old World, and that feels yes, like such yes, a like yes. Nurgle resiliency. I'm like, that's so flavorful and fun. It's just exactly. like, oh, you thought you hurt me? Actually, no. Reroll that six. <laughs> like, I'm not. I'm not going to a game to play the twos and twos re-rolls. That's, that's not a you game to me. You don't want to play knights or custodies? No. And I don't really, like, I don't even know if they want to, because are they even playing right now? 
Eldar. I mean, you could play Eldar and just play ones and ones. So yeah. Um. <laughs> like we talk about um, dice telling stories. Twos rerolling ones doesn't really tell the depth of that story, and doing something as silly as that, like changing the sixes or rerolling sixes. Yeah, I'm, I'm all for it. You know, a hundred percent. I I want the fun. I want the flavor. I want the silly. And I definitely think the problem I have with tenth is I think some armies still have it, and some mm-hmm. armies like lost it completely. Yeah. Like orcs still largely feel kind of orky, whereas like like Thousand Suns are not Thousand Suns right now. Mm. Grey knights are not Grey knights. Is demons that... are not demons. Do you think that's the, because of the absence of psychic? But at the same time, I feel like Eldar got kept all their psychic. True. So like, I feel like there was ways of doing it. Like, I think Thousand Suns got better off than Grey Knights did. Mm-hmm. Grey Knights really lost the like psychic shenanigans. They just got a bunch of weird shenanigans. Um, and I'm trying to think of like Guard still feels very guardy, but doesn't have as much of the like fun parts of it. Space Marines are always just Space Marines. Um, I find Tau lost a lot of the like flavor. So just like, but at the same time, like I think Votan didn't. Like Votan got to keep theirs. Mm. It didn't work great at first. It took them a while to figure it out. Well, that was a point reduction. <laughs> yeah. Um, like uh, Death Guard, I think is very flavorful right now. Are they resilient? Uh, if there's enough of you then sure no but like the plagues and stuff I feel like they got there they got there where it's like with that data slate yeah world leaders are very flavorful yeah they're in your face regardless but that's what they're supposed to do exactly yeah and this is like so I think there's some factions that did and I feel like it's just like the way they have it set up right now with the detachments it either really works well or it doesn't work at all Mm. and I don't Mm. know if that's a like learning curve and it could be fixed and I, I guess it's just I don't know I don't know how you would fix it I just I want more flavor I want when you play Tau, you feel like you are skittish little blue people that never want to get into combat and stand 25 miles away and just shoot away. And like, that's, and they just Mm -hmm. run around screaming. Like that's what tower is supposed to be. And like, now they're just like weird shenanigans with stealth fields for some reason. Um, Same with like, CSM are just like non-functional right now as far as like a flavor standpoint they're just kind of like blob of chosen running around killing things exactly um, like I want to play against iron warriors or white scars or salamanders or I don't want to have to I don't want the choice of just space marines or chaos space marines I will say the dark packs killing your own units that is that <laughs> I kind of enjoy I do like the like the give and take there because that's silly um, <laughs> yes like uh, I'll tell this story. I played Elder uh, a while back, and I was trying to kill the Incarn, and shot everything into the Incarn, and then was mm. going to charge them with Chosen. And tur- I was like, I take no risk with the Incarn. When you lock down the Incarn, you take no chances. Fired a Chaos Predator with three wounds left at the Incarn. Did a Dark Pact because I was like, I'm not going to fail it. And even if I do, what are the odds I'm going to roll a five or a six? <laughs> um, which was on the other side of the board from the Incarn. This is the last thing I shot with and shot my last cannons at the Incarn. 
did no wounds, because of course. Of course not. Um, failed the Dark Pact, rolled the six, blew up the tank, uh, and then the Incarn zooped over to where the tank was, and I couldn't make any charges against it. Sounds about right. <laughs> that, um, it's very silly. No wonder the- you're coming with Eldar... Uh, gross flavor in your mouth <laughs> Listen, spit on the uh, you know what it's uh it's a funny story and it's uh, that it is flavorful um but in the moment it it uh it's st- it was a little saltier than i wanted it to be i was like <laughs> how what how did that like well i blew myself up how do you get to move come on <laughs> i got to see your maybe a redemption against the incarn i was watching a little bit of the lvo of uh, War Games Live, and I watched the mm. moment live when um, the Necrons player that won LVO, he was up against an Elder uh, faction, and the Incarn was um, uh, in combat with the Monolith, and I think the Monolith had like uh, two wounds left or something, mm. and the guy had to roll two dices to save for the Monolith, roll two sixes. Amazing. And the monolith monolith survived and took the game. Good. <laughs> Screw the incarn. I, I was, love that story. I was watching it live and we're just like, oh my like game changer. That was LVO changer, essentially. Like that one him, the LVO and people in the chat were like calling it um a Chad Chadalith or Chad. Like, Chad, Chadalith? Yeah. <laughs> um, actually, you know, my two favorite parts of the story are the Incarn being useless, um, but also a monolith being in a li- I love monoliths. Monoliths are the best. Yeah. Monoliths are the, yes. one of the cool. I actually, um, I have a, a fourth edition Necron codex because I was going to build Necrons purely because I wanted a bunch of monoliths. Mm-hmm. I think they're just like so cool, um, especially the old ones. I don't like the new ones as much, but that story is amazing because of the monolith. <laughs> Yeah, oh, so good. <laughs> I feel, I feel, I do feel redeemed. What were we talking about? I don't know. <laughs> Screw the incarn. That's the moral of the story. Is that what the episode's about? Screw the incarn. It should be. <laughs> should that be the title, or should we just change the quote? <laughs> Screw the incarn. We we decided the punishment. The punishment is no more incarn. <laughs> Give me your tears, all their players. <laughs> Sorry, Phil. I know it's you listening. And Lawrence <laughs> and JT. <laughs> There's a lot of other players. I'm sorry. I'm no. You know what? Not for the incarn. I'm not so. The avatar of Cain also ridiculous. Doesn't oh. bother me as much. The incarn stupid. Yeah. Just like no, it can do too many stupid things. It's too much. It's not silly anymore. It's stupid. What can uh, take down an incarn? I don't know. Luck? <laughs> okay. Dice? <laughs> right? Like, I, I don't know. Like, it's... Because you can pretty easily stack the minus one to wound on it. It's still tough 10. It's half damage. Mm-hmm. It's got a four up invuln. Okay, so Incarn versus Satan. Go. Yeah, but the, the Incarn can just zoop wherever it Because that's the other part of it is like, you know... It also just shuts down you doing other things. So if you're like, oh, I'm going to charge the Incarn to kill the Incarn, I guess I have to skip my shooting phase in case I accidentally kill a unit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, like, lose the charge. 
like the satan can't do that so it's like hard to even like yeah the satan is tougher Mm -hmm. but it doesn't cause nearly as much just raw havoc on the board and it can also pick up and come back down yeah but only once (laughs) like a normal unit (laughs) yes because normal units can do that (laughs) you can do that with like (laughs) that should be (laughs) the eyes snorkel over there that should be our thing now everyone's just gonna have it (laughs) Necron's got it. Yeah. Grey Knights have it. Yeah. You know, Thousand Suns are going to get it when they get their codex. Why don't they just give it to everybody? Like. Yeah, just make it meaningless. <laughs> yeah. Give it to Guardsmen. I mean, you just kill them and they come back. That's that's very similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ew. What? <laughs> Why? I mean, a 20 block of Guardsmen is more resilient than Plague Bears now because they don't ever die. <laughs> And on that exciting and happy note, any other last thoughts? This was a hot take episode. Laura, we're full of hot takes. Our heads are so big, full of hot takes. <laughs> are we full of hot air? Is that the, are we hot air <laughs> Yeah, balloons? I'm trying to. Um, you know what? Honestly, I, I feel like we haven't had a good, like, mm, yelling at the, I, I, feel, <laughs> I feel like JT right now, we're just like yelling at clouds. Yeah. Um, you know what? I we're think yelling we at the this. warp. better. Aren't, aren't we the warp yelling at reality? Oh, yes. Reality. <laughs> Screw your material existence. <laughs> well, on that fun note, mm-hmm. thank you for joining us. Don't forget to subscribe to Chaos Divided wherever you're listening from. And you can find us on Instagram and YouTube at Chaos Divided 40K. If you're a fan of us and want to join our growing wholesome hammer community, you can find us at patreon.com forward slash Chaos Divided 40K and support the show and if you'd like to connect with us directly you can find us at nurgle underscore snurgle and at blushing noise marine on instagram and youtube and until next time bye-bye bye-bye oh chat for now